Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and supporting us. It means the world to us. We would like to offer you to become a patron for Mystery Kids Podcast. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes. One is going to be an animal facts and the other one is going to be a bonus episode that either someone has chosen, one of the patrons has chosen, or that we will put to vote. As a patron, you'll be able to listen to already episodes that are there. We've got the Underground Railroad, the deepest hole on earth. We've got about the werewolves. We've got um, animal facts about the platypus, the crocodile, and the taipan. And we have the funny story of the Australian emu war. So there's plenty of content that we'd love to share with you. If you want to become a patron, you're going to head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N com backslash mystery kids pod. And that's where you're going to sign up for $5 a month and get that bonus content. Thank you so much again for all your support. On today's episode of the mystery kids podcast, we're going to be talking about the largest snake that ever existed. Welcome to mystery kids podcast. Welcome, Mystery Kids Podcast listeners. We are so grateful to have you back. Thank you for allowing me that break with my family. It was much needed, and we were super busy over that time. So thank you. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and New Year's and all the holidays. We hope it was wonderful. And this is a special episode today because tomorrow is Porter's birthday, and he will be eight years old. Oh, my goodness. When we started this podcast, he was five how the years have flown by. So today is a special podcast episode all for him. Wish him a happy birthday. I can't believe he's so big. Okay, so um, we got a ton of new patrons over the break. Just, I wanna do a huge shout out. Thank you so much for being a patron. Um, It means the world to me and my family that we can continue to do this and um, any support you give us really does help us out. So thank you so much. Um, We have new Patreon listeners. We've got Vinny and Theo from Pittsburgh. So go Steelers. Way to go. We're so excited to have you here. And if you became a patron and maybe I missed your message or just didn't see it or forgot to say your name, please message me um, through the Patreon app just so I can keep it all straight. Message me so I can shout you out. And also, since we're into a new month, we're going to do birthday shout outs. If you have not filled out the birthday form, I will have the link in the show notes. It's also on our website, mysterykidspodcast.com. So make sure that you get your child's birthday on there so I can do a birthday shout out. Happy birthday to Bradley. I hope your birthday is amazing. We've got happy birthday to Griffin, Caleb Bartlett, Lauren Robertson, Emsley Gartrell, Elena, and Clara. We hope you have a happy, happy birthday here from all of the Mystery Cockpit <laughs> Mystery Kids podcast team. 
So just a heads up, um, I've been working on our website because um, we've had some issues with it and honestly it just needs to be revamped. So um, I haven't had the last like months or so episodes of uh, the podcast on there. I haven't had like the coloring pages, all of that. I'm hoping to eventually be able to move everything over so it's much easier and user friendly for you guys. I'm trying to figure out all the pieces. So just so you're aware, um, that's what's going on with website. If you want to know any of the resources, I have been putting them in the show notes. So if you need any of the resources or need to know more, um, it's all in the show notes until I can update the website. From all that's interesting.com, it talks about a terrifyingly large snake that once lived in modern day Colombia. Now the Titanoboa was extremely large. So just imagine, deep in the South American jungle, there was a huge snake stalking its prey. After slinking closer and closer to an unsuspecting animal, the silent hunter would strike in a flash and snap its victim's neck in one swift move. The prey didn't even hear the Titanoboa snake coming amid the cacophony of the prehistoric jungle 60 million years ago. So this is the biggest snake in history. It was gigantic, the enormous serpent of legends. Now it thrived in the tropical jungles of South America some 5 million years after the extinction of the dinosaurs. Now, the death of the giant reptiles left a vacuum at the top of the food chain, and the Titanoboa gladly stepped in to take over. Now, this prehistoric species grew up to 50 feet in length and weighed as much as 2,500 pounds. That's as long as a semi-trailer, the ones you see on the highway, and it's twice as heavy as a polar bear. And at its thickest point, the Titanoboa was three feet wide, which is longer than a human arm. Now, in the hot human jungle, the Titanoboa fit right in. It had brown skin camouflaging it so it could slink through the muddy waters. Now, some scientists think it killed by constricting and asphyxiating its prey, similar to other constrictors. While some argue that it looked like a boa constrictor, the resemblance, which also gave it its name, it behaved like an anaconda. It would lurk in the shallows and ambush unsuspecting animals with a stunning blow. So what happens next that scientists actually do agree on is the great snake would swallow its giant prey whole. Okay, so that is very common with snakes. Um, we've had snakes, they, they always swallow their prey whole. That's totally fine. The thing is, their prey that they're attacking is giant crocodiles, like whole into their mouth. It would be terrifying to watch. So, um... The Titanoboa is actually a recent discovery. Um, The story of its reappearance began in 2002 when a student uncovered the fossilized leaf on a visit to a massive coal mine in Colombia. The discovery was an intriguing one, I'm sure. It suggested that once upon a time, the area had been home to a sprawling jungle. And further study revealed that the fossils belonged to the Paleocene area, which meant the mine once might have been the site of one of the world's first rainforests. 
So more digging uncovered remarkable specimens like giant turtles and crocodiles, some of the first bananas, avocados, and bee plants that have ever sprouted. They also uncovered a massive vertebrae, a vertebrae far too large to belong to any jungle serpent on record. It was an incredible find, and researchers immediately began combing the mines for more fragments of the jungle titan. So their work theory was that during that time, the massive snake to which the vertebrae belonged to had been caught in a mudslide that buried it. So millions of years and dozens of feet of rock later, the bone became part of a rich coal field, which meant there might be others nearby. That would be really exciting as a paleontologist. So one particular find, however, was unlikely. Though they might uncover more vertebrae, it would take a skull to show them the enormous serpent and what it's truly capable of. The fossilized snake skulls are extremely hard and difficult to find. The problem is that a snake jaws are made powerful by the muscles, not by the bones. So their skulls are actually remarkably fragile and usually crumble before sediment can build over them. And as a result, they don't really make it to a fossil record. But remarkably, over the next few years, the team uncovered the remains of 28 enormous serpents and not one, but three skull fragments, allowing them to piece together a full scale replica of a snake so large and so frightening that it left no doubt about its place in the new jungles of the world. Even among the massive creatures of the ancient rainforest, Titanoboa was king. It was the apex predator of its era, a creature as unquestionably the ruler of its environment as the Tyrannosaurus Rex was in its time. Now, its astonishing dominance has led some to wonder what would happen if the Titanoboa hadn't got it, gone extinct. Oh, that would be terrifying, right? Uh, that would be horrible. <laughs> so what do you think would have happened if the, the Titanoboa still existed today? So in Grand Central Station in New York in 2020 or 2012, um, the Smithsonian set up an exhibit that was a mock-up of the snake swallowing what looked like a crocodile with its tail hanging out of its mouth. I will have that linked in the show notes. And they also ran a series of attention-grabbing videos that look like a face-off between the T-Rex and the Titanoboa. Now, this really got people's attention and people were really excited to learn more about the Titanoboa. So another interesting thing about the dimensions of the Titanoboa were the result of its hot climate. Plant fossils suggest that the temperature of the jungle habitat, habitat during that time averaged in humid, humid 90 degrees, and it may have well been hotter. And if you live in a humid place, I don't, but um, even on a semi-warm day, you feel like you might die. So I can't even imagine 90 degrees humidity almost constantly. So ectothermic animals, they rely on external heat sources for their energy. If it's cold out, they're extremely sluggish. And only when it's warm can they operate at their full potential, which is why there are more snakes in warmer climate places. So if it's always hot, 
a cold-blooded creature's metabolism will run at maximum efficiency, and it will allow them to dedicate that energy to growing larger and sustaining a larger body. So they're not exactly true. This is just a theory, but it was the largest snake ever existed, and there is nothing equal to it. Until the Titanoboa's discovery, the largest snake fossil ever found came in at at least 33 feet and weighed 1,000 pounds. And that was the Gigantophis, a snake that lived 20 million years ago in Africa. Now, the largest species of snake we have today is the giant anaconda, which can grow to about 15 feet in length. And that's less than one third the size of your average Titanoboa. Anacondas rarely reach more than 20 feet in length or weigh more than 500 pounds. So these contemporary giants, which are terrifying enough to see in the wilds, they just pale in comparison to their long dead ancestors. Now, can you imagine running into a Titanoboa in today's world? That would be, that would just be terrifying. So I'm so grateful that they don't exist today, but I'm interested in your stories. Maybe you could draw up a Titanoboa and share it with me on Instagram, the Mystery Kids Podcast. I would love to share your pictures of Titanoboas. I know Porter is an avid drawer, so he would love to see your version of the Titanoboa. So share them, tag them in stories with me, or just share them through there. I would love to have just a bunch of pictures of Titanoboa. Well, I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you next time at the Mystery Kids Podcast. Thanks for listening.